This is the Uncover You podcast, and I'm Eva Berunias. I'm here to help you navigate your transformational journey so you can experience the you underneath the conditioning and unconscious beliefs. You always find the show notes over at selfmasteryandbeyond.com. Let's get to the core of things. Here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to another episode. So first of all, thank you for your sharings, your questions, your comments after the last episode around sexual energy. And yeah, I think that brought up a lot of things for a lot of people, both, I think, clarity, awareness, but also like insights. And I've heard some motivation to practice this differently. And this episode, I want to, it's it's a way of follow-up on that, or it's a continuation of what we talked about there, but maybe in a more assumed that way, because I realized that I want to share with you the way I look at kind of the energetics behind all the work that we're doing, where that sexual energy, that life force energy comes in as a, as a piece, as a part of that. So I want to zoom out for a moment and give this larger overview, this map, and then I'm sure that we can dive a little deeper in again. Before we dive in, we have a few spots left for the Being Me retreat. I think right now, all in all, with some guests coming, I think we're 15, and there are some spots left, and you have, if you're listening to this when it comes out, you have until... Sunday 22nd, May 22nd to sign up uh, and then we start the next Sunday on the 29th and I hope you've seen that if you've been longing, if you've been like, oh, I want to come but I don't have the finances right now but you have the opportunity, you can take the time off and do the travel, then I have a few scholarship spots that are at like 60% of the price. So you can apply for those. So you go and fill in an application and I'll get back to you as soon as possible since we're getting close to to arriving at the beautiful island of Idebori in the in Stockholm archipelago where we will have an incredible power journey of up-leveling you, up-leveling to a new iteration of you, shedding some old conditioning, some old beliefs, getting in touch with shadow parts. And most of all, like really going into embodiment. And instead of this idea of who you are or who you've been, like just being stuck in the head and analyzing and figuring it out, but really start uh, having the direct experience of it in your body, living from there, being from there. And when we don't do the practices, there will also be like a lot of time to yourself. Like just go into yourself. How often do we do that? (laughs) Usually it's not that often that we spend a lot of time with ourselves in that way, in that aware, conscious way. Just having your attention on you, being taken care of with good food. And there are kayaks there. You can go paddling like out in the in the archipelago in the sea. There is a beautiful sauna, 
and the food is going to be delicious and beautiful, gorgeous nature on our own island, just overlooking all these other little islands and the ocean. So I'll drop the links here. So if you want to come, you can go check that out. And if you're listening to this way after (laughs) this retreat has happened, you can put yourself on the wait list for the next year because this is something that we'll be doing again. And also there's the Being Me online journey if you don't have the opportunity to travel. So that's that's that about that. And back to this week's episode. So a question that I get sometimes when people reach out to me because they want to change a pattern or or heal a part of themselves. Maybe it's trauma or an inner child that is sitting there with a lot of emotion. They ask me, or sometimes they ask me, do you do healing? And I, I, I usually ask, what does that mean to you? What do you mean with that? Like, yeah, that you can kind of <laughs> fill me with energy and like move this energetically and just use your energy on me and just Heal this, fix this. Hmm. So my my answer to this is usually something along the lines, yes, I, I could do healing on you, but I much rather teach you how to connect with the medicine inside of yourself. Because you are the medicine. The medicine is alive in you. And I wouldn't want to take away from you the journey of uncovering that source inside of you. And that's part of what we're doing in the self-mastery work. That's why it's called the self-mastery work and not the being healed by a healer work. It's us learning these skills to shed the old beliefs and get in touch with ourselves underneath them but in that process what is happening and that's exactly what I want to talk about is an energetic work you're shifting your energetic blueprint or or more like you're coming back to the source of life inside of you instead of having it being all kind of mudded and 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 foggy and cut off and disconnected It's like you're tapping into this spring inside of you that is inside of you but can also flow through you from other sources around you. You're You're not this disconnected body. You are connected already with life itself. And when you allow for that to flow through you. So, no, I'd rather teach you how to connect with this healing energy inside of yourself. So what I want to give you an insight about is like the energetics behind the work that we do, the energetics behind healing, the energetics behind self-healing. How does it actually work? What happens behind the curtains of what we think we are doing? So in a way, if we look at it, we can, we can look at the thing that we think we are doing like changing our patterns and changing our neural pathways. Like, yeah, that's, that is all happening. But in a way, that is happening on one level of this, of this house, you could say. 
So that is like seeing your patterns and, and, and tracking them and being the observer of your reactions and following the thread back into these beliefs in your unconscious. And that is such a powerful work. And underneath that, what you're doing when you're doing that, I mean, you're taking back your power, huh? In a sense that instead of abdicating your power to these patterns, to these stories, to these reactions, you are instead getting in touch with it, feeling it, and having it fuel you, nourish you to more aliveness, to more happiness, to more peace. So these patterns that we've often been, you know, conditioned to live by collectively and through certain events in our own, in our own upbringing, in our own history, what they do is they become like a parasite that are feeding off of us. <laughs> And why I say that is that usually they're based in fear. Huh? And fear is something that is draining us of energy. When we're repeating these patterns, when we're feeling the same like reaction, having the same reaction that is stemming from a belief of like, I'm not worthy, or I don't have enough, or what's going to happen if whatever that if is. Like, you're investing your energy without, you know, we're, we're not even aware of this happening often. But when you start feeling your energy body, you can feel this very clearly. Like, woof, my energy, my life force just went right up into that dream. It's like, this is a dream that is feeding from you, that needs your attention, that needs your energy. Just as anything living, huh? Anything living wants to keep living <laughs> and it wants to grow. And I, an idea, a belief, is something that is alive. We've given life to it. And collective ideas are way stronger and they kind of have their, a life on their own. You can... I almost see it or, or, or sense it as this cloud <laughs> hovering over our heads. And in a city, you can see it as, oh, we're all feeding into an idea, a belief, a collective dream of being productive, maybe. Being ambitious and proving ourselves, proving ourselves worthy. So every time you think a thought like that and you believe that thought and you put your faith in that thought and you take action from that belief it's like you're you're living that dream huh you're embodying that dream that we talked about a few episodes back around embodiment you're already you're embodying it and when you do you are feeding that dream that dream that energy becomes bigger it's more reinforced and it can grow. And then you talk to others about it and you share your convictions and, 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 and the way you look, at, you look at things and life. And they're like, ah, 
they're influenced. Yeah, that's true. I should be doing that too. I should go to the gym as well. This is how ideas are spreading. This is how dreams are spreading. And especially when we're in that non-awakened state where we're not aware that these dreams are dreaming us. Mm-hmm. So there's a flow of energy here, of life force from you up into these dreams. You're being, you're being drained of life force of energy, especially if those dreams are not anything that is nourishing to you. Like it's fear. Oh my God, I feel smaller now thinking about my financial situation. I feel more fearful and contracted, more tense because I'm thinking about this work meeting and that I won't be able to prove myself that I won't do a good job. Oh, how does that make you feel? Like the energy, you can kind of sense that the energy is going in one direction, out away from you, and you're not getting anything back. And usually in this dream, in this way of living, huh, we're, we're often cutting ourselves more and more off from the things that are nourishing because of the stress of, you know, making life run smoothly with all the practical things and responsibilities and making enough money and making it work, you know, we make that kind of survival state our priority and we don't do other things that are actually nourishing to us. And that would be, you know, go sing in the choir or go out hiking with some friends and having good conversations or... Um, you know, whatever that is for you, that is nourishing your soul, your heart, and that is filling your batteries up with life force. So behind, behind this structure that we're often living in is an energetic drainage that is happening. And it's exactly the same that we talked about in the last episode of around sexual energy. You start drying up. You start feeling depleted, tired. You start getting sick a lot. You start getting pain in your body. You start feeling less and less inspired, creative. And it feels like you're running on fumes and just like running behind that train, train trying to make it work trying to provide for your own survival, just keeping your nose above the water. So when we start doing this work and when we start waking up to this reality and understanding like the power of our attention and what we invest our faith into, yeah, this is when we can really start practice this consciously. So that would, of course, be unhooking yourself from the dreams that are dreaming you that are not nourishing you, the ones that are draining you, the ones around fear, around poverty or money, the ones around not being worthy, not not being lovable, all these things, the ones that are driving the anxiety that are kind of just squeezing you. Squeezing your heart, squeezing your soul of energy. 
And that is, of course, the self-mastery work. Learning to see this, to observe this, and realize that it's not you, but there are patterns and habits and beliefs, and that you can unhook yourself from them by identifying the belief and work on shifting that in your unconscious. By character interviewing, huh? By releasing the emotion that it was put into place with. That's that's the healing. That's the unhooking. But there's also the building the new house, huh? You know, Gary talks about this a lot in the self-mastery course one. Taking apart the old house, building the new house. So what are you also doing to flood yourself with life force, with love, with divine consciousness? Because we tend to think that it is us doing the healing, <laughs> or let me phrase it this way, the mind, the ego mind tend to think that, is, that it's me, I, who, who's doing the healing. But actually what it is, it's, it's a force that is greater than the ego mind. It's the unconditional love. It's divine consciousness itself. It's life force. So when we talk about building the new house, it's about start filling yourself with more of that life force, whether that is practicing gratitude, because now you're being filled with a completely different feeling, huh? That is life force coming in through you. You're feeling this love coming up through your heart and out to everything that you have around you by feeling that appreciation for it. And it's going to sing in that choir or go out for that hike with your friends. The things that you might have cut yourself off from. And it's about getting in touch with your, with your sexual energy, your turn on, pleasure, huh? enjoyment. And as I've talked about, when I talk about pleasure or sexual energy, it's not just about having sex. Usually that is also being done in an addictive way that is kind of draining you rather than nourishing you. But when you learn what this feels like in your body, what your energy body feels like, you start noticing this. Oh, that actually drained me. This is a pattern that is draining me. I feel less energetic, less alive right now. How do I want to do that differently? Huh. So this becomes equal to integrity, to alignment. Everything that is a flow, energy coming in through you, you giving energy, that is in alignment, that is integrity. When the energy is kind of getting stuck, when you're clinging to it, when you're suppressing it, not, allow, not allowing it to flow, or when you're giving away too much, like to these fear dreams, to the mind chatter, to the self-criticism, or to other people in pleasing, in fixing, being the hero, whatever it is. Yeah, that's out of the alignment because your energy levels are getting out of balance. So that's another way of like looking at integrity, looking at alignment, understanding those terms. 
And it's easy, like, if you don't have the felt sense of your, of your kind of inner body, of your energy body yet, this will sound like theory, like concepts. Uh, oh, I give away my energy and, and I, I should give energy. And it sounds like a transaction. And we're trying often to get, like, where are the rules then? How should I behave in this situation? But actually what it is, and I was talking to a client about, about this yesterday, like, no, it's alive in each and every moment. It's about us tapping into what we're feeling in our body right, right now. Yes or no? Do I want this? How do I feel about this person speaking in this way to me? It's here and now. Yes, I'm, there are probably some general guidelines that we can draw out, like how we want to be treated or what kind of situations that we want to be in. Yes, but it's much more true to tune into your own body in this moment. How do I feel about this? How does my energy feel in this situation? Then trying to apply some rule, because that's often when the, when the old patterns come out, where the automated survival strategies come out, like, you don't, you're not allowed to talk that way to me. Or how could you say that? But from here, from trusting our own energy, from trusting what we need, what we're feeling, there's not a lot of arguing to do, huh? There's no reasoning. We don't have to make it make sense to anyone else or even to ourselves. We don't have to, yeah, argue for it, to defend it. We're just speaking about what we're feeling and how we want to take care of ourselves. Hey, this conversation is, doesn't feel good in my body. I'm going to take a walk instead. I'm going to do something else. So this is coming back into integrity, into alignment. And as you can hear, as I hope you can hear, it's so embodied. Yes, that idea, that concept in the mind of, of you know, of abdicate, abdicating our power and going into policing and all of these things, like that helps so much for the awareness to be able to see it and to see what we've been doing, to take apart that old house. But then it's really about dropping into your body and start getting really in touch with what you're feeling. And usually that's a journey, huh? Because I'm guessing that many of you are sitting right now listening to this like, I don't even know what I feel in my body. Like I can't even, I can't tell. And there's another of my clients that I was talking to yesterday uh, that has done a long journey with this where... In the beginning, when I started working with him, he couldn't, no, he couldn't get in touch with his emotion. He felt like he knew that there was anxiety there that would come up in certain, certain situations. But to sit down in a meditation and connect with that, or even like, what am I feeling? That just felt like numb, neutral, nothing. And this is us kind of having become like this floating head putting our attention so much in the thinking and believing the stories, I can't feel anything, like, or whatever stories the mind are, are saying. We're so identified with the mind. 
So we believe what it's saying about us. But when we start returning back home to our body, start connecting with our body, with all the cells in our body, and start just simply practicing feeling, putting our attention in our body, that sense will start reconnecting. It will start opening up to you again. So no matter what your mind is telling, what story it's telling about, if it's possible for you, it will happen when you start putting your attention there. And it will take some time. So this is a journey. And once you start getting in touch with what you're feeling, you might come up against like, oh man, (laughs) I do not feel safe, comfortable to just speak, to just say what I'm feeling. Because this has often been connected also with unsafety, huh? When we said what we felt when we were really young, we might have gotten punished. So it doesn't feel safe. Or we might have heard we might have been gaslighted or someone telling us that what we're feeling is is just so stupid or silly or immature or too much. Um, so now we can start uncovering that layer. Oh, I don't feel safe. Just resting in what I'm feeling and especially not speaking from there, especially not sharing that to someone else. So a journey, a journey of uncovering, but so worth it because this is your aliveness. You're opening up that door to your aliveness. When you do that, this is really when the healing can start happening because when you can feel, when you can sense, when you start having this resource of life force moving through you, this is what will do the healing This is what can heal even your, you know, chronic pain in your body or your digestive problems. So the healing that can happen when we start having that life force flowing through us, there's no, like, there's no end to that. And in my experience that it just grows, the more you put your attention on it, So when I talked about in the last episode of, of sexual energy being one of those sources for, of, of life force, yeah, it's just, it's just one of them. Huh? It's just one of the expressions for them. But often when, we're, when we have cut ourselves off from our sexuality or are leaking in our sexual energy, because we're, we're expressing it in an addictive way or in a releasing way. We have often related, let me put it this way, we have lumped together life force and sexual energy because that is usually how we would feel it, how we would experience it in our bodies. So when we feel that tingling and when we feel that like <gasps> excitement and happiness, it's been so closely connected with Ah, it means I'm excited, it means I'm horny, it means I want to have sex. But it doesn't have to be that at all. So when we've cut ourselves out off from our sexual energy or are using it in a way where we're leaking it, 
now we've often cut ourselves off from life force itself and is often a downward spiral so the more dried up we feel the more disconnected we feel from aliveness from from happiness from joy from excitement from pleasure from turn on there's just going to be more of that now we don't have the energy to get up in the morning and do something different to do something fun to do something that excites us and we start over time just lose touch of that completely and we will probably tell ourselves the story like there's nothing that I find exciting anymore we will feel like we don't have any joy for life at all but it's just that we haven't practiced it you might feel right now that nothing is exciting exciting to you but opening that channel up and starting putting your attention there again will reconnect you with it So with this episode, I, I want to give you this overview of like what is happening underneath, like energetically. You start returning back to where you came from into this life. You were this little bundle of life force coming into this life. Just look at this little baby, all the life force, all the little movement going on, all the aliveness moving through that little body that's how you came in and then we we become stagnant we dry up we get disconnected and we keep giving our energy our life force away to the collective fear dreams to the voices in our heads and when those are built from fear when those beliefs are built from fear yeah, they're draining us. They're not nourishing to us. So understanding this and understanding how, like, yeah, how, how can you both take apart the old house and build that new house of, of flooding yourself, of charging yourself up with life force? That's a really important piece. And that is how healing will happen. When you start feeling that life force moving through you, Healing is already happening. You can direct it to parts of yourself that need it. An inner child, or like I said, a back pain, or, or something going on. You are the medicine. So that's, that's a summary. And that is why I'm so passionate about connecting you with this life force. And we do it in Beyond the Mind, huh? It's about you connecting to something beyond the thinking mind to experience yourself as that consciousness. And we also do it in Being Me, where we really tap into like the, your, your physical body and how it's connected with your energetic body and start really exploring like getting him back to that sense of what do I want? What turns me on? I've lost touch with it and I've been so much in my thinking, in my doing. So it's really about dropping into your body and learn to trust your body and the wisdom there in your heart, in your gut, in your pussy, in your cock. 
and let that inform your thinking mind instead of the other way around, instead of the ego mind that is that is inhabited by this fear, collective fear dreams, and let it trying to discipline the body and what you want. Like it's it's the complete wrong way around. It's like upside down. But that's what we've been trained to do. So I hope that maybe puts that episode of of um, sexual energy, like that, it finds its 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 place in this bigger picture and this bigger puzzle. This piece fits somewhere in this bigger puzzle for you. So thank you so much for listening. Let me know how this landed and if you have any questions and. I'll be back in a week with another episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And if this was helpful to you, I appreciate a review in the podcast app that you're using. Until next week.